everybody, and welcome to the Forever Women Podcast, the podcast all about life and careers in the U.S. Air Force. This is episode number five. I'm Josh, the host of the show, and today doing things just a little bit different. Not going to do an interview, so it's going to be me talking about 10 questions to ask yourself to help you decide if the Air Force is for you or not. So if you're at the very beginning of your Air Force journey, then this is going to be the episode for you. But before we get into it, a quick disclaimer. These questions are products of my opinion. They're just questions I would ask you if you were to come to me um, and we were meeting in a coffee shop. So weigh them just like you would any other opinion. So let's get into it. Number one, what are your career and life goals? In my personal opinion, this is probably the most um, the most important question that you could probably ask yourself in regards to joining the Air Force or not. What you need to do is do a quick self-assessment and figure out what it is that you want to do with your life, or at least have a general idea. And then you need to take those those goals that you that you have in your mind, and you need to write them down um, because statistics shows that that you will that you're more likely to achieve those goals if you're to actually write them down. And then also, it just helps you clarify um, what it is that you want out of life. And also, this is a big pet peeve of mine too. Whenever I hear about it. But you really need to think about um, who it is that's influencing you. And that comes down to question number two is, why do you want to join the military in the first place? Um, so once you have your goals, then you have a better idea of why specifically you want to join the military. But what you want to do is make sure that that you are doing a quick assessment about who is influencing you. Um, I'm a huge advocate for people to influence you and to mold you and to mentor you. But what you need to do is make the decisions yourself and not be influenced by, uh, say, your parents telling you that you need to join the military or um, or even your uh, boyfriend or girlfriend telling you not to join the military. Um, this is your decision. It's your life and you should be making it. So number three is what can you qualify for and how fast do you want to leave? So every branch of the military has minimum scores when it comes to the ASVAB. Um, and the Air Force has probably one of the highest ones. But within each branch, you also have your different minimums for the different career fields. So how fast do you want to leave and what can you qualify for? So if you score uh, lower on the ASVAB but still meet the minimum Air Force requirement, then you could probably join, but you're probably not going to have a huge selection of jobs. Um, if you score higher, then you'll have a higher likelihood of of jobs that you want or more variety of jobs to choose from. But also, when it comes to how fast you do you want to leave for basic training, if you want to leave very, very quickly, then chances are you're going to have less jobs to choose from or you may have to go uh, open uh, general or open operations or open electrical, um, which means that it's basically just a a grouping of career fields um, that you'd be eligible for that you would find out what you would actually get, not until after uh, like the last week of basic training. So if you want to leave faster, then you have less uh, input on what jobs you have. If you want to leave later, then you may have more input on the jobs you have. And then also that directly correlates with what you make on the ASVAB. So consider that. Number four, how much of the military environment do you want? Okay, this is uh, this is kind of funny in my mind because uh, the Air Force gets a bad rap when it comes to this. Um, that's why we get the nickname of Chair Force. And you know what? I, I wear that as a badge of honor because um, we are not the Marine Corps. We are not the Army. 
Um, and, and we tend to be a little bit more, uh, I don't want to say relaxed, um, but definitely, uh, we encourage airmen to think for themselves, um, within a military environment, you're or strict military environment. You're told what to do and rightly so, because those are combat, uh, branches. So you need to, whenever you're told what to do, you need to do it and you need to do it quickly. Uh, or lives can be lost. The Air Force, uh, probably I would estimate about 80 to 90% of the jobs are support oriented. Um, so, so take that for what it is. If you want a highly strict military environment and you take pride in that, then, you know, Army Marine Corps might be good choices for you. Um, otherwise, the Air Force is uh, a great choice for you if, you, if you're looking for more of just a, a daily job. Now, I don't want to say that there's not mil- that the Air Force is not a military environment because it very much is. It's just lesser of the branches. So um, don't be uh, disillusioned when it comes to that. Number five is, do you want to be a shooter? Okay, quick disclaimer on this. The Air Force does have shooter jobs, but they're mostly special tactics or special operations um, career fields. So if you want to be in a combat zone and you want to pull the trigger, then the air force is probably not for you. Like I said, uh, earlier is that, you know, 80 to 90% of the jobs are support oriented. Uh, the air force is one of the only branches that send their officers to go fight the rest of the enlisted force and support that mission. So if you're looking for a shooter job, then Marine Corps army, uh, would be good choices for you. But also keep in mind that the air force does have shooter jobs through special tactics or special operations, just like any of the other branches. Number six is, uh, quality is, is quality life important to you? So there's, it's, it's no secret that the air force is known for its quality of life. And what I mean by quality of life are the different amenities on base, um, even the quality of the food at the, um, at the dining facilities or chow halls or, uh, in my opinion, personal opinion, are substantially better than than the other branches. Um, also, the uh, dormitories, um, the Air Force, by, probably back in 2000, went for a one to one ratio when it comes to dorms. So every airman has their own dorm room. Uh, I'm not entirely sure if every other branch has that, but I do think they're a little bit behind the Air Force when it comes to that uh, that uh, particular item of quality of life. Um, so if, if that's important to you, or if you, you know, you die hard on being in a deployed environment, um, and living in the tent or living in a, in a ditch and then all power to you, man. Um, but uh, it's one thing to consider is quality of life. Number seven is how bad do you want to be by the water? Uh, the air force does have a lot of bases that are by the water, but, um, statistically speaking, most of the bases are inland. So if you, if water is really important to you, if you want to live by the beach, then then I think the Navy and Coast Guard are going to be your choices, the obvious choices in this. Um, so one thing to consider. Uh, number eight is uh, what do you uh, what's your take on traveling and living overseas? Okay, there's actually a difference in my opinion in traveling slash living overseas. Um, traveling overseas, if if you just want to travel for short periods of time, then the Navy is going to be a great branch for you because they have a lot of port calls overseas um, when they're deployed on their ship. Um, now living overseas, the air force has probably the vast majority of the overseas bases. So if you want to live long-term overseas, when I say long-term and we're from uh, a year to two years, and if you're married, then probably three to four years, then the air force might be good options for you. And they also have uh, quite a few bases, uh, over in the Europe area, as well as, um, a couple bases over in the Pacific. So number nine is 
do you want to eventually get your commission? Now, this is probably one of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to the Air Force in general. I love the Air Force, but they are lacking when it comes to commissioning programs for their enlisted corps. The Navy, on the other hand, seems like they got a dozen different commissioning programs that are specifically designed for their enlisted folks to get their commission, whether it be a warrant officer or or a full duty officer. So um, that's lacking. Now, I heard, have heard rumors. Um, again, they're just rumors that the Air Force is contemplating bringing back warrant officers. And if that's the case, then I may very well uh, join again, because I think the warrant officer program is probably one of the best uh, commissioning programs out there amongst all the military branches. So consider that the Air Force is definitely lacking when it comes to their commissioning programs for enlisted force. You're basically competing against other outside um, competitors, like such as OTS. So people have just graduated college and want to get their commission, they haven't gone through ROTC. You're basically directly commissioned, or you're directly competing against those folks. In my personal opinion, I think there should be uh, programs specifically designed for enlisted folks to get their commission. Uh, non-competitive from the outside force because they bring a wealth of experience that's being lost um, to the civilian world because people are getting out. So consider that. Uh, number nine is, uh, do you want, oh, excuse me, correction. Uh, that's going to be number 10. The last one is, uh, do you want to deploy? And this is what really sets apart, in my opinion, a lot of the military branches when it comes to their combat deployments. Um, the army right now is doing, uh, about a, uh, 12 month deployment, um, with a 12 month, uh, dwell deployment, 12 ratio, which means that, uh, you'd be deployed for 12 months and then you'd be home for 12 months. They're trying to go to a 12 to 18 month deployment to dwell ratio. The Navy, um, they train a lot. They do a lot of exercises, extended exercises, which is about 10 to uh, two weeks out in the um in their deployment area so on the ocean when they ship out in there and they ship out in their uh in the ships um but their extended operations are typically about six months um and the uh uh and it's about every 18 to 24 months so those pretty pretty good rest rest time between deployments marine corps is about six uh six plus months six to seven months with a one to deployment dwell ratio so you're looking at about uh six months uh deployed um, and then six to 12 months, uh, home. The air force, on the other hand is a, uh, six month, uh, deployment typically. And it's a one to three, one to four deployment to dwell. So for a six month deployment, you may be home for two years, which is phenomenal. Um, but again, a disclaimer, every career field is different. If you tend, if you get an operational career field, um, or a maintenance career field or support direct support, uh, crew field for the different aircraft, um, such as munitions, you're, you're going to deploy probably more because anytime that those aircraft go to, um, perform their mission, they need a, a cadre of support as well. So keep that in mind that a lot of these career fields are different when they're de deployment to dwell ratios. Um, so I think that pretty much covers it. And I think that's 10. Um, so real quick, let me just rehash. It's uh, what are your career and life goals? Number one, uh, why do you want to join the military, number two? What can you qualify for and how fast do you want to leave, number three? How much of the military environment do you want, number four? Number five, do you want to be a shooter? Number six, is uh, is quality of life important to you or how how important is it to you? Number seven is how bad do you want to be by the water? Number eight is what's your take on traveling and living overseas? 
number nine is, do you want to eventually get your commission? Number 10 is, do you want to deploy? So I think that pretty much covers it, guys. Uh, don't forget to check out the show notes at foreverwingman.com slash 005. And I really want to make sure that your questions are getting answered. So if you have one, reach out to me on social media or email me at josh at foreverwingman.com. Also, don't forget, you can find more information on the different Air Force uh, career fields on the Forever Women website at foreverwingman.com slash AFSC. As always, I hope you enjoyed this episode, but more importantly, I hope it helps you make a more informed decisions while you're in your Air Force journey. Take care, and I'll catch you on the next episode.